Welcome to episode 87 of the Echo Chamber. So the challenge for this set was to keep it slow because after I tried and failed last time to keep it slow I ended up doing like a monster rave set. And what's your, the range of your BPM that you've gone for? So I don't go above 115 in this set. Above 115? Uh, I'm everywhere from 90 to 115. Oh my word! Oh, mine's way faster yeah. now. I thought we, I thought we agreed at the top. <laughs> I thought we agreed that the top limit was 122. Yeah, we did. But then I couldn't go anywhere near that without going over. <laughs> so I've got some really chill tracks. Nice. I had a night out last night in uh, in an underground like club in Beijing. Really good, proper like rave, like really, really ravey and dark and dingy and stuff. I had a very long conversation about Afro beats last night with uh, <laughs> the guy that I work with. He's like really, really into Afro beats, and then I said, I don't know, this song just made me think of Afro beats, but like. You really can't judge a book by its cover sometimes. It's like the most middle class sort of like <laughs> white male from Cheshire. And it's just like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm really, really into Afrobeats. <laughs> Brilliant, mate. I love that. I love that. So I've gone pretty mainstream. I say mainstream. Uh, you can hear the weekends coming in there. Yeah. Friends is Marshmallow and Anne Marie. Oh, Anne Marie, that's. And the first track is. Yeah, the first track is Major Laser. Nice. I recognise Anne Marie's voice. I can quite place it. That's a bit bassy. Something behind that, There's a track called Ethiopian Egyptian, an Afrobeat, oh. an Afro house track called oh, uh, Ethiopian Egyptian. It's really cool. Nice. Not, not out of any particular reason, but it's just I think lack of exposure. Like, I really don't know very much about Afrobeat, but yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, I'm 
So I recorded this this morning. <laughs> my plan was like do it early in the week, get out of the way, and then I found some great games on my Xbox. So I did that instead. Uh, what have you been playing? Sniper Elite 5. Oh, I love sniper games. I used to like. Do you remember Silent Scope at the arcade? The one yeah, with yeah. Gun on top of it. I, I, I used to play that game and like pretend I was a sniper. I, was, I wanted to grow up and be a sniper. And then I saw Mark Wahlberg in Shooter and I was like, I could be just like him. Not really like processing the fact that I probably have to kill people, which is not something that would sit well with me and my values, but I just thought it was really cool. The naivety of youth, I suppose. Oh, nice. What you, what you gonna do? So I had to get a little bit creative with key changes. Turns out I don't have all that many tracks, ranging between 90 and 115 beats per minute. <laughs> so I had to jump a few keys and... Yeah, it's not, not really in our normal repertoire, What's that like? Oh, I was gonna say it's just gone, but like, what was that like? There was a constant drone in the background there, and it was giving a bit of weight to it. I figure out what it, where it was coming from. That was from the uh, Afro House track. Ah. Uh, I really like the dancing to Afro Beats as well. I know I'm really a really big plug this episode for Afro Beats, but I really love the dancing. It's inclusive, so that's what I like about it. Hey up, naughty. Yes, mate. This is um, made in Beijing. Premium, like, in a plain, like, can, but with its own, like, label stuck on. Uh, made in Beijing cider. It, it is so good. Like, <laughs> the that, you know my love of cider, right? But yeah. Imagine that time by something that tastes absolutely amazing. Oh. many good memories attached to this song for me and you. Like, do you remember when we first discovered it? How we started like, playing it every every gig that we did in Egypt together. And it's it's quite slow, it's uh, 115 beats a minute, and so we would be playing at 128, 130. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I remember playing this at 128 at, at Moon Beach. <laughs> and it, just, it was absolutely banging, and then Stacey came over and was like, what? <laughs> uh, 
I had a night out on Thursday. I wasn't planning on having a night out. Where did you go? Uh, London and Luke went to um, Shake Shack. Oh, I love Shake Shack. Nice, that's a fine establishment within Beijing. <laughs> I was uh, I was going to go with them, and then I thought, no, I'm, I'm better not. I'm supposed to be playing tennis, um, and I think a Finley home is too complicated. So they went to Suzhou, which is like the next city over. Got Shake Shack, and then went to the bar in town. I met them there at 7.30, 8 o'clock for a sensible evening. I had like three pints. The problem is the owner there gives out free Jägermeister to people who sit at the bar and talk to him. So we had about five oh. shots of Jägermeister. Oh, someone got on a Jäger train! <laughs> oh, that was a great mix, by the way. Sorry for talking over that. That was amazing. <laughs> yeah, we got on a Jäger train last night. So we went for a nice classy dinner that was at like... The top of you know in Samleton where 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 we were near when we stayed in the hotel at New Year. Uh, so all the buildings there are lit up for Chinese New Year and it's oh it just looked absolutely fantastic. It's a big glass fronted restaurant with a wonderful view of the city. It was really classy, dead nice meal like tapas and, and then like everyone's just dressed up and it was for a birthday right. And it was so lovely, such a lovely atmosphere. And then the wine was flowing. And it's like, oh, should we go down to Beersmith? Do you remember when we were for New Year? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, let's go to Beersmith. The band was on. That's okay. I'll have a bit of a dance. And then someone, who wants to remain nameless, comes across with a tray of Jägerbombs. <laughs> well, it was a steady downhill trajectory after that. Uh, and that then it resulted in going to a rave, an underground rave, in the near nice. pitch black, getting home at half four this morning. <laughs> oh, that works. So I think we are, yeah, 10 minutes in, and this is mm, track number nine. <laughs> So I'd put, uh, in my folder, I'd put 28 tracks, and then as I was mixing them, I thought, no, this one's not really going to work, this one, that one's not really going to work, it's too big a jump in key or in, in, in uh, beats per minute, or I've, I've put two copies of the same song in, which also happened. <laughs> Uh, so then I had to kind of cut down, so at this point I realised I was halfway through my set list <laughs> and only 10 minutes into the set. <laughs> I must admit, when I was, uh, when I was doing mine, um, I got to about halfway through and I was like, I don't have enough tracks here. I'm not going to make it to the point. <laughs> so like the, the last half of the set, I'm just like, I start using way more of the songs and it's got really, really long mixes. And, like, and I think the last song's like seven minutes.
I've got a track looping in the background there. It's David Guetta and Sia. Ooh. I love Sia's voice. Do you remember when Sia used to be in Zero Seven? That was that was a good time for music. She's a vocal. She's a female vocalist in Zero Seven. Really. I didn't know that. She became famous and as a soloist. She was in Zero Seven. And they are a tremendous group. I nearly used one of their tracks in my set, actually. Oh, I love them. In the waiting line, it's just. Oh. I nearly used in the waiting line. Oh my god. Oh, future aspirations. Gotta, gotta get that track in. The reason I didn't use it is it sits at 90 feet per minute, but maybe even 80, it's pretty slow. Yeah, it is, yeah. You'd have to do like a very chill set to use that. <laughs> What did I play next? <laughs> oh, do you not have yours? Let's go. Well, I do, but I, I jumped around all over it and I can't uh, <laughs> really remember which what song I was doing next. I'm rocking out to this. I love this. <laughs> It's nice to have a little bit of mainstream. I mean, it's not really mainstream, is it? Still, like, no. relatively mean. It's, it's definitely more mainstream than we're used to. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, we'll go with that. <laughs> Panic mix. <laughs> One of the things I wanted to do is I changed the settings on Serato so that the when you hit stop, it doesn't stop instantly. It does the kind of wind down. And I wanted yeah. to try and use that in mixing, but I just couldn't get it to work. I tried it the first couple of songs so that if I made a mistake, I'd just re-record. And I did the first couple of songs about nine times, and I was so sick of them. I just changed it all. <laughs> yeah, no, I find it really frustrating. Uh, I find it a very frustrating feature. <laughs> When I used to plug in the the, the, the Pioneer decks that I've got, whenever you plug them into Serato, it resets Serato settings, so you have to go into the settings and turn that feature off, because it's automatically built into the decks to do this, like, wind up when you start the track and wind down when you stop. Oh, my God. And you forget to do that as well. And then sometimes randomly, because of, like, I don't know, maybe a misfire with a USB hook, it just resets it mid-set, and you're like, oh... Yeah, I'm like, I'll plug one of the decks, plug it back in, and like, oh, Just unnecessary stress. <laughs> I like her voice, who is this? Uh, this is Azana, with a song called You Love. It's not one I've played a lot with before. I'm running it quite fast. I think I'm at, um, maybe 100 beats a minute instead of 90. 
Yeah, actually, that's but there's also another, there's another track underneath. You'll hear in a second. Oh, smooth. It's like the original. Uh, there's a Kaigo remix. Oh, good. Intentionally. No, I think it's in the, in the original. Oh, is it? excited to see how much has changed in 15 years yeah i imagine a lot but then in certain places like one chai i would imagine not very much it's like when you you know like when you go back to the uk or something after a couple of years away and you're just like fucking hell that's like shot up like loads of buildings are shot up but then at the core and the essence it's still the same yeah uh i imagine it'd be that sort of feeling I, I loved Hong Kong. It was the first place I probably travelled to, like, as a young adult by myself. The first long-haul trip I ever did as an adult. Um, and Hello, we're there for Yeah, I just, just loved it. I was there for a week, and then I went back a couple months later. It's a girl that I've seen at the time. She was working out there, and we were trying to make a long-distance relationship work, which, as you well know, doesn't work. But, um, <laughs> you know, folly of you. I went out there to, to see her at Christmas and New Year, so I actually had a New Year there on the beach. Lovely. Um, and then uh, went back in February to surprise her for Valentine's Day. Um, so I kind of went in close succession twice. Like, yeah, I, I just loved it. It's, it's just the right mix of kind of Anglo Asian American. Oh. Oh, yeah. I like this. Another star, you fade away. Afraid I aim is out of sight. Wanna see you alive. It came in a bit uh, of a harder mix than I was expecting there. <laughs> I really, really love the synth use in this song though. It gets like, it's slow, but it's heavy. Yeah, it sounds like your time in Hong Kong was uh, a bit better than mine. <laughs> I know why you're saying that. <laughs> what, what were you thinking in Hong Kong, David? 
I was in Hong Kong for two weeks in quarantine. Uh, once in a nice hotel and once in a porter cabin. Fun <laughs> uh, <One> memory. <laughs> I think if I ever went back to Hong Kong, I would want to go and see like what they've done with that site now. It's like prisoners taking their family back. You don't want like, to get out of jail after so many years to go back and go, look, this is a jail cell. <laughs> well, you, you know that kind of tragedy tourism where people come to like, oh shit. <laughs> and they kind of, you kind of want to dislike them because they're a bit like they look like they're proper smug but actually I think they're like pretty alright really Minus 12 here this week, pretty much all right. Oh, and that's true. my lips, my knuckles, my elbows, everything is dry and chapped. Anyway, your skin bends. <laughs> it's just that my skin doesn't bend anymore, it just cracks. <laughs> Getting home and having to put like Vaseline on your elbows. Yeah, mate, I'm like, I'm smothering myself in cocoa butter every night now. <laughs> Mother trucker. Uh, in my chill set, I may have also used a couple of London grammar tracks. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, the one with disclosure, right? 
Yes. I may fall. Listen to this. Beautiful. Ooh, a bit of chainsmans in the background. It's living quite nicely, that. Running it torn down from what it should be, so it sounds really low. Say, it sounds really uh, much lower in key, doesn't it? I like and it. And then I'm uh, just here, I'm like, beep, <laughs> take it off. <laughs> so it sounds a bit weird. <laughs> I think chose the right moment to do it. There was a, a clip that I saw on. Online, um, of Chris Martin, and it was a year like before Coldplay like made it big, and it, they were just like I think they played their first like big event, but it wasn't they weren't like no one knew who they were, and it was like give it give it three years or six years or however I'm trying to remember how many years, but it was, like, give it three years and um, you'll see us like 
blow up. We're going to take over the world. You'll see us playing Glastonbury, blah, blah, blah. And then literally, like, and then the video cuts to, like, six years later, and they're headlining Glastonbury. Faultless <laughs> so, courage, right? I wonder how many videos he made. <laughs> like, in three years, I'll be an airline pilot. <laughs> Uh, really got into KTV recently, so I had a KTV night the other night. Karaoke KTV's TV. great, isn't it? It's a cultural expectation in China. Uh, <laughs> I was again there till 4am. Uh, I sit in a room, a soundproof room, with amazing sound facilities. Like, absolutely notch. Like, microphones, wireless microphones, JBL speakers, uh, and a computerised system that's just got pretty much every song ever made so I was like in terms of what I'm comfortable to sing because you know in karaoke you can read the lyrics off the screen obviously but after you've had a few beers you realise you can't read quick enough if you don't already know the lyrics so you need to stick to songs that you you kind of intrinsically know and I realised that the only songs that I really know the lyrics to are songs that I listened to as a teenager so overwhelmingly depressing Sign <laughs> out in, in this KTV, we're all like hammered and I'm getting up singing like sit music for a film by Radiohead. <laughs> oh, it's amazing. Smashed it though. <laughs> the KTV stuff that I've been to here, the, it's, it's finding tracks that are in English. It can be difficult because you're like, I don't know what any of this is. And then you find out one artist, so you sing all of their songs. <laughs> yeah, I thought that would be an issue, but I feel like maybe Beijing's might be a bit more tailored towards a bit more of an international market or something. Because the one that we went to, literally every single, like, for Levine, like, niche, Radiohead, like... I, I even found like a one-hit wonder from the 90s that I, I knew the words to, like, and it was like so niche, but it was like it was on there. And I was like, Bloody hell. I like this. That piano makes it. Noram Pure. It is indeed. She's got herself into tree diving recently. I saw that, yeah. Tall, skinny woman, anyway, but like, you know, with the kind of meter and a half long fins, she just looked like this, like, sea creature. <laughs> She's got quite a beautiful soul, though, I think. Quite a few of those sexy little vocal mixes in this track. <laughs> you overlap the vocals of the incoming track with the instrumental of the previous. I've quite enjoyed doing it. 
you know, these slow tracks tend to start with vocals rather than with a thumping yeah. bass. Mixing vocals is harder than anything, seriously. So many tracks that just go straight in with the vocals and you've got nothing to lose and you're just like, how am I ever going to get this in? Wee. So, it's like a bit of a thing amongst my group of friends that whenever anyone says anything that could be considered a double uh, entendre or uh, an innuendo, if you like, you just go, wee. So, apologies for that little way moment. <laughs> In your rando. to uh, DJ boys uh, in the in my ECA this week and um, oh, yeah. they were like we're ready we're gonna back to back I was like okay nice all right okay we'll just wire up one side next today we'll put the speaker on in my office absolutely hanging out the tunes <laughs> um, and I was like what you are ready I think you're ready to play an event and they were like oh, We've got an upcoming well-being day, so uh, why don't you do some music in the canteen at lunch? And they were like, oh, oh yeah, you can do that. <laughs> yeah, very excited. But like, probably going away and geeking out about it, like, you know, in true Chinese way, like, getting invested, right? Uh, and... Uh, Michael comes back this week and he's like, oh, so I've been listening to this artist, he's on this label, it's a new label, and you know, he, he specializes in, and he said this, he specializes in tremulating staccato, like, synth sounds, and I'm like, you know, mate. I love this song. I mean, in a falsetto male voice. song actually is. I don't think I've ever played yeah. it at normal speed. What <laughs> are those ones you like? Oh, Jesus, that's what that sounds like. 107 beats per minute. Wow. 
I'll be completely honest with you, mate. Mine ranges between 118 and 121. <laughs> I, thought, I thought that's what we agreed at the end of the last episode. If we go back and listen to the end of the last episode, you'll find that that's the range that we agreed. <laughs> All right. <laughs> But that is the fundamental difference between you and me. I am a rule follower, you are a rule breaker. I like rules. It gives me structure. (laughs) My incessant need to control. Oh. Oh. It can't just go out on this bang. Oh my word. <laughs> what a song to finish on. I know, right? It's so this good, is isn't it? Song. This is. Oh, sexy little bitch. This is. If you, if you can. There's only certain pieces of music that you can describe as a masterpiece. You know, like Bittersweet Symphony, like the combination of the music video, the song itself, it's just, a, it's just an absolute masterpiece. And this is, this is it insane. Is it? One of them is called LPF, which is a low-pass filter, yep. and one of them is a tremolo. Oh, tremolo's a bit, a bit experimental. <laughs> with 35 seconds left, I am waiting with bated breath. 
That was episode 87 of the Echo Jimbo. was absolutely amazing. It was, uh, like I say, it was really, really nice to go back to, like, just comforting, not mainstream, but, like, kind of more mainstream stuff, but, like, just comforting stuff that we, we know um, with some really nice overlapping vocal mixes um, and some, like, swap overs and stuff like that. It kept it, like, kind of grabs your attention again. Um and just finishing on massive attack, mate. That was a that's an absolute stroke of genius. <laughs> well done. Absolutely loved that. Really, was, really enjoyed that. The, the massive attack was not planned. It was that was I'd run out of tracks in my folder. I need to make it longer. I, I can't finish at this point. I gotta gotta go find something. And I just <laughs> sorted it by key, mind. and I was like scattered. <laughs> I was to play a seven minute track at the end to draw it out. <laughs> oh, amazing. But no, I I enjoyed the challenge of putting a slower set together. It was not like it's good to be outside of your comfort zone from time to time. It is, and like you say, like that. I mean, we always say this, but like that's part of the fun of the echo chamber is like just setting challenges for ourselves, whether it be traveling around the world or ranging a certain BPM or doing it over a certain number of keys and stuff. You know, it's just part of the fun of it. It gives us a direction, right? Yeah, definitely. So yeah, I I'm. I'm going to be completely honest. My chilled set is no way near. This is not even approximating anything you've just created. So it'll be very, very different. Uh, because I stuck it within the agreed range. But anyway. Um, so we'll. Uh, so yeah. We'll, we'll, I don't think we said. I'm going to go back and check. Because I don't think we said it was a lower limit. I think we said we couldn't go. 118 and 122 is what we agreed. We definitely right, agreed the upper check. end. We definitely agreed the upper end. But it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Anyway. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We'll see you next week. See you next week.